Hello, beautiful souls. Welcome back. This is Rosie, and I am dropping in today just to share a bit of knowledge revolved around nursing, what it entails, and debunking any myths that you may be wondering. I'm going to get really raw and authentic and just share all of um, the cliff notes, the keynotes of what you want to know if you're thinking about becoming a nurse. So um, I did nursing school back at the University of Kansas and the place where I went was really known for their academics and placing you in bright clinical uh, spaces. So I feel like I had a really great education and I loved my clinical rotations and the variety that I got but of course nothing prepares you until you're out in the real world doing the work. Um, I interviewed at a couple places and I didn't get one, but I got the other, so I landed in the PICU, Pediatric Intensive Care Unit. I knew that I wanted to be an intensive care unit nurse after um, I didn't get the Hemonc job, which I thought that was gonna be like my beginning of uh, my nursing career, but as moms are always right, that led me on the path of really gleaning a lot of critical thinking skills. And although I cried probably so many times the first three to six months, I finally bucked up and became um, more in tune with my nursing capabilities and critical thinking. And I mean, really expanded my growth for two years thanks to really wonderful uh, preceptors and awesome nurses around me at Children's Mercy. And I ended up doing travel nursing right after that because my partner and I were moving. So it just made the most sense to uh, seek out a travel position since I had two years of being in the PICU under my belt. And what I will say is wherever you're going to be a nurse at, you can always just call HR and ask to know what the minimum and the maximum pay is for nurses because it's going to vary state to state and then it's widely going to vary location to location. So for example, when I first started my nursing career in Kansas City, I was making I think like 21 or $22 an hour, which was wildly ridiculous when I was taking care of people's, you know, like lives in a very critical situation. I couldn't wrap my head around how little we were getting paid for how much work we were doing but then I had this opening into a critical pain travel assignment where I think I was making like three or four thousand dollars a week and that was of course really nice and then I landed up in a union hospital and if you don't understand what union hospital is for nursing you should definitely try to figure that out and land somewhere that has a union because union nursing is absolutely awesome because you actually get paid what you're worth. So after I was a traveler at Kaiser Oakland and then I went to UCSF um, Children's Benioff in Oakland, um, they kind of rebranded it while I was there. It was a community hospital. Then it transformed into being paired with UCSF and um, I had tra- I had travel pay for I think like six to nine months and then eventually I became staff. It took over 18 applications for me to get in and I 
really didn't understand that until finally talking to my manager who um, really wanted me on the team at the time. But since it was a union hospital, they had to take all of the internal candidates first before they took external candidates, which was a long process. But I finally got in and once I got in, I became so much more normalized to having a union and um, really knowing your rights about being a nurse and having safe patient ratios and breaks and so much more. And then I ended up being on um, the committee for um, the hospital that I was that I was at, and I just learned a lot more of the in-depth politics for really being able to fight for an agreement that everyone agrees on and these happen I believe it's like every two years so when I was there one of my girlfriends Deanna she was on the bargaining team to get us higher pay for the next contract so pretty awesome stuff um and I think that my starting salary or excuse me my starting hourly when I was there was like 77 dollars an hour which was you know, quite the increase from my like low 20s back in Kansas doing the exact same work, but having um, actually way better um, breaks and workload and everything. It was just like a complete 180 and I felt really seen and recognized and appreciated. Um, But then we moved um, from Oakland down to Fresno, which is in Central California. And I couldn't find any jobs after, you know, my four years of experience working in the ICU. So I took another travel assignment at the Children's Hospital there where I landed as staff as well. And then my staff pay what went tremendously down because Valley Children's Hospital is not a union, even though when I moved to California, I just assumed that all of these um, hospitals were unionized because a lot of them were up in the Bay Area, but that was not true. So when I came um, here, I think I was making like $30 an hour, $32 an hour to begin with. And then I moved to clinic nursing when I started my FNP school and that bumped me down 15%. So what I learned from all of this was, okay, well, how do I get a raise and how do I get my pay to be increased because I have all of this experience behind me and I feel like it isn't adding up. So after talking and calling HR to talk about my pay, there was nothing that they could do and they essentially explained to me that my pay could only be increased if I bumped up through the nursing ladder that they have at Valley Children's and then of course through our annual review where they crunch numbers and you fill out something and your charge nurse fills out something and you look at it together and you either agree or disagree and that essentially determines what your raise is and that raise is um, different for every individual. So I learned very quickly, actually it wasn't quickly at all, it took me a couple years because I actually left the system and went to do travel nursing again but then COVID happened so my travel assignment got bumped which I didn't think that it could but it sure did and then my following one got bumped too so all of a sudden I was down to um, nothing and returned back to making not that much money as a nurse 
but you know you just have to understand that it all depends on where you're at location wise and how much experience you have and how hard you work at work to prove that you're worth a certain amount of money and then the craziest thing is you know then talking to your friends that live in different places and figuring out how much they're getting paid and comparing it to yours is it's hard but you know there is a truth to figuring out where you want to land in life and how you want to be compensated like one of my girlfriends lives in uh, Los Angeles and she's getting paid I think well over a hundred dollars an hour but the thing is she doesn't have insurance there so she's having to buy her insurance on her own um, whereas you know back in the day when I was working at UCS in Oakland we had free insurance although it was through Kaiser which you know at the time was fine I did pay out of pocket for a couple of things um, but having free insurance was a really nice icing on the cake compared to the insurance that I have now at Valley Children's. I had a physical last year and they noticed like I had some PVC. So then I had to get an EKG and, and I had some moles licked at and I had one removed and yada, yada, yada. Anyways, I had a bill for, you know, like five hundred dollars for one visit and then a couple hundred dollars for the other visit and really I just assumed that my health insurance would pay for all of it because I've had things like this done before in the past and it's usually just like a copay of fifteen dollars but that wasn't the case so I learned um, quickly how the benefits are vastly different place to place as well so that's something to be really um important when you're just figuring out where you want to go for a job and what benefits they have and how that works with your life in the present moment so yeah I mean and then I ended up going back to F&P school honestly because I felt the calling of being of higher service to um to my community and I don't regret going back to school because I gleaned a lot of different information Um, And what I really loved was learning more research and evidence-based stuff because now I'm doing my own research at the hospital, which, um, segue here, is actually really cool when you're part of a hospital or a system that has uh, librarians. I feel like they've become my best friends because what I do at work is when I have downtime, I just go onto the intranet and I go to PubMed and then I search for very a range of articles from mindfulness, meditation, spirituality, Reiki, sound meditations, just anything and all the things that are alternative and complement complementary modalities. And a lot of these articles, um, you can't just click and download it. They're the ones that you actually have to reach out and fill out a form for the librarians to get you but what's super cool is that these articles could be like anywhere from like 30 to 50 dollars and all of a sudden you get them for free so just knowing what your hospital provides and the resources that you can get while you're in there is super duper awesome and important too and yeah i feel like that kind of concludes everything and i was just wanting to make this a really brief spiel into just seeing more uh, insight into nursing 
and pay and how it varies location to location. Oh, and the fun last thing about California is that you actually get paid time and a half after eight hours. So wherever you're at, you can just um, know that you're making more money with those last four hours of your shift. So um, a lot of people obviously don't want to leave those last four hours of shift. Like if For example, in the PACU, there's a call-off list and there's not enough surgeries for everyone to stay and people need to start going home. Um, Obviously, the people that want to go home leave first, but when that doesn't happen, it has to go down to a list. And obviously, the majority of people want to stay to get paid, especially when you're making that time and a half after the eight hours. So, yeah, just all these fun facts for whoever is listening if you're interested in nursing if you are in nursing or if or if you're even wanting um to go back to school to be a nurse practitioner it's all going to vary location to location because i remember being up in oakland and the nurse practitioners weren't making as much as us but you know, you move down to Central California, and of course, the nurse practitioners are making more than us, but they still aren't getting paid near enough as they should. And this is just from local nurse practitioners letting me know um, how much they think that they should get paid. So yeah, again, everything varies system by system and location and service and especially once you get into the NP world but this talk was major majority of being a, a registered nurse so I hope this episode was really helpful for you and please feel free to reach out if you would like to know any other small logistics about being a nurse. Um, You can find me at my Instagram. It's rosie.brunin and that's R-O-S-I-E dot B-R-U-N-I-N or you can head to my website. It's rosiebrunin.com. That's R-O-S-I-E B-R-U-N-I-N dot com and have a beautiful day and if you are a nurse or thinking about becoming a nurse, thank you so much for your passion and your service to your community. All right, sending you love.